everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Carrie in this wonderful winter wonderland that we've created here in our studio. And I do want to remind you that if you're available on Thursday, we are having an open house here at the studio, Coffees and Cookies. Our Cookies and Coffees is what we're calling it, and we are, are doing an orientation at 3 o'clock. If you'd like to do a podcast or a show in the studio, that's one of our requirements that you need to attend. So that's at 3 o'clock, 3 to 3.30, and then at 3.30 we'll have networking and community producers and uh, open the doors to whomever wants to come. So I hope you can make it, and you, uh, if you could RSVP for us at, um, I think he's going to put it up on the screen there. That's right. Jay Guzman at BloomfieldTWP.org. And this is the show where we talk about, uh, we talk to people who are making Bloomfield Township a wonderful place to live and to work. And today I'm delighted to have our supervisor, Danny Walsh. Welcome, Danny. Hi, Carrie. Thank you. Yes. And can I just say, you have truly breathed new life into this department. I love all the events you're doing, all the things, your amazing team. It's just great to see. Well, there's, so thank you. Well, it's been really, really my pleasure to do so. And um, there's so many wonderful stories here in the township and uh, with our other community partners that, um, you know, it, it's like an endless opportunity for good news, I think, right. most of the time. I mean, we have to we have to share um, other stories for transparency in government, which is one of our tenants as far as uh, peg station but right. you know um, most of the time I will say that I think the stories we get to tell are really fun and uh, sharing stories from our colleagues and everything so tell me a little bit about uh, what have been some of the highlights from 2023 as we wrap up this this year uh, 2023 has been like you said there's good there's bad there's everything um, we have been really blessed to bring back uh, a lot of the public services that we had cut in other years. So we've expanded public safety, uh, both with police and fire. Um, the hardest part is recruiting, which you and your mm. team have been amazing on that. Um, some other things that we'll just throw out there that uh, you'll be seeing is some changes in requirements to make us more uh, more similar to others. Um, there's a few of us that still have some old requirements that are limiting our ability to hire. Um, but we're bringing in more firefighters, more police, and uh, that is something that was lacking. Um, we've also been able to expand services in cable and communications, mm -hmm. um, in our IT, to bring in better opportunities for everything from building and planning to assessing to how you pay your taxes. Basically, the technology that we were able to bring this year was huge. Um, one of the most exciting things, uh, before I even get to the most exciting thing that we brought back, the nerdy part of me, uh, as a strategic planner, we're bringing back that. We're bringing back forward thinking, like no longer just whack-a-mole, let's see what's new in the township mm -hmm. today. It's really thinking again forward of what do we see ourselves in five years? Where do we see ourselves in 10 years? So we're starting our strategic planning. We're going out to bid on that. Um, and some of the other things that we're doing is document storage. Like we're gonna get a handle on, we have 200 years of history. This is up. ARPA. These are ARPA funds that we're spending? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And thank goodness we have those available. So these are all those projects that if we yeah. had enough, we would have done it. And remind me again, how much did we get as a township? It was about 4.4 million, 4.3 million. Mm -hmm. Um, which sounds like a lot until we it did goes an, quick. Well, it goes quick. <laughs> and we did a study to see how much we needed and projects were over mm -hmm. 50 million. So then it was, okay, mm -hmm. we can't afford the new fire station. We can't afford this. Mm -hmm. So instead, what could this make the impact on? So um, being able to do those kind of nerdy projects, but then the biggest thing, I'm a resident, 
born and raised 51 years and bringing back open house. We don't have parks. Um, we rely on places mm -hmm. like Franklin and Birmingham to have parks, but that community feel that comes from an open house mm -hmm. and just a chance to meet all the employees. It was so amazing. It was after a five-year hiatus we were able to bring that back. Yeah, and I think, it, you know, for me, being able to see so many kids and families, because a lot of what we do, yeah. we don't really, you know, we're not um, with the schools all the time, and to, to see them on campus and being able to have them enjoy, like, the, uh, the fire training and the right. different uh, events that were going on, um, it was really fun. When they yeah. put on, some of them were putting on the little mm -hmm. outfits for their photos. That yeah. was so cute. Yeah. Little baby firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, of course, Dunkey mm -hmm. the Chief was a highlight that mm -hmm. day. And you also <laughs> had some personal achievement this year, I think. I did. Um, so during COVID, uh, right about May of 2021, I decided to start a double master's program because we assumed the shutdown would take a little longer, and mm -hmm. then it opened back up in June. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the last two years, uh, until May of 23, I graduated from a double master's. Uh, MPA is a master's of public administration. So it's an MBA, but with a focus on the public sector, because mm -hmm. um, everything's different, public versus private, whether it's financing or what you're allowed to do. So I now have that updated education, because mm -hmm. it's been a while since I've been to college. I'm a little older. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other one is a master's of public policy. And that's to understand how to affect change, how to understand the mm -hmm. policymakers, and actually looking at it more too on just not a local level, but a regional level. So getting more involved with SEMCOG. So in, in addition to being a supervisor, like what do people with that those degrees, what do they go off and do? Well, uh, MPA would be any business degree that you would need in the public sector. So even we have mm -hmm. some people who are um, not just a supervisor, but directors mm -hmm. of different ones they do. Um, but the biggest thing in the policy world is the other side of the politics mm -hmm. that you don't see is the people creating Clean Water Acts, the people creating Fragmighty Controls, the people creating um, surface streets and, and transportation. Mm -hmm. So it's the policies needed at the state and federal level to make us a better region. And, and uh, so how has that degree uh, changed your way of thinking and being a supervisor? Um, it has absolutely changed my breadth of reach. Um, it used to be Bloomfield Township was a little more secluded. It was, um, we are a gold standard, mm -hmm. so if we're already doing it right, there can't be anything else better out there. But getting more involved in public policy and getting more involved with the groups around us. So SEMCOG is the Southeast Michigan Council of Governments, um, getting more involved with SMART, mm -hmm. getting more involved with, um, we now have a corridor along Woodward from Detroit to Pontiac where we meet quarterly. Um, they call it the mayors because I'm the only supervisor and I told them they didn't have to change the name of the mm -hmm. group. Um, but we now speak on a holistic regional level, which mm -hmm. is getting us more access. So as residents, we're having more access to better services faster mm -hmm. than us just doing it ourselves. So the policy side helped me learn not only who to reach out to, but how better to speak to them to bring them to the table. Mm, okay, well, good. Yeah. Policies, this just doesn't sound very fun. But I know that that's part of your, that's the nerdiness, right? Well, and they're doing <laughs> the hard work that they, they're kind of behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Those policymakers are the ones, and I don't mean legislative, you know, I don't mean politicians. Mm -hmm. I mean the people like at Gliwa, who work at Gliwa, one of our directors now works there. What is Gliwa? Gliwa so. is a Great Lakes Water Authority, and it's one of the largest water authorities in the United States, mm -hmm. and that handles all of the clean drinking water that we use, mm -hmm. which is why we don't have issues like with Flint had. Um, so the people who work at Gliwa are the people in the policy making for clean water, 
they're doing all the hard work behind the scenes to make mm -hmm. it possible for us to administer. So they make the pol or they create the policy ideas and they bring them to the legislators to create the actual policy. So they're doing all the hard work of getting things laid out there. Mm -hmm. So being a part of what they're doing and what they're bringing to the state gets our voice in there because we never were included before. Okay. Yeah. Um, so talk to me a little bit about what is a typical day like for a supervisor. There's never a typical day. <laughs> that I can tell you, and uh, my assistant mm -hmm. Sue can tell you, it is never the same. Um, most days are filled. Uh, we used to have to, I, this is probably too much information, but we used to even uh -huh. schedule bathroom breaks, but um, it is filled to the brim, usually two weeks out, because um, a lot of people don't realize how large Bloomfield Township is. Mm -hmm. It's essentially a corporation of $126 million with 300 employees. I oversee 11 of the 13 departments, so that's about 290 of the 300 mm -hmm. employees, and um, I am responsible for actually creating the budget. So my budget season starts in August and goes all the way till March when we give a final mm -hmm. approval. So I start, my, that's my main statutory responsibility is uh, creating the budget, bringing it to the board, having them help tweak what they like that mm -hmm. I may have left out or what they didn't like, reaching out um, with public. We have um, study sessions where the public can input and the public definitely reaches out all the time too, which helps a lot. Uh, we have constant emails and phone calls from residents. So you hear what's important to them and that's how you put that in the budget. But that is a long process that mm -hmm. Jason is our finance director, he's mm -hmm. a part of from start to finish with me. So he stuck with me a lot from August till March. Mm -hmm. And then you get a few months off and then it starts all over again. Mm -hmm. So that's the, that's the biggest crux of the non-meeting days. So just constantly thinking, what could we add? What could we take away? Um, and then in addition to that, it's going to constant meetings for within this department. Like actually before mm -hmm. we had you, I called you my unicorn. Mm -hmm. um, we did. We had a department that was uh, and needed kind of a breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. So we created the concept. I worked with um, our interim at the time was Greg Black. He has a wealth of knowledge. He's been here a long time, so he's kind of seen what works and doesn't work. He gave us a lot of ideas. You have Steve Rhoda, who's been here forever. Mm -hmm. He gave ideas and kind of planning off of what they thought was great and what was missing, um, and then reaching out to the communities. And we realized. We needed a Carrie, and <laughs> we needed a Jose and a, an uh -huh. Amy to round about that group of five. Mm -hmm. But it's just, as a supervisor, you just create a framework for the real experts to come in and make it better. Mm -hmm. So even like IT right now, we're bringing in technology, so we may be helping with creating the framework, but Will is the expert, like Carrie, Will would be the expert that takes it on. Yeah. So I get to herd the experts. Mm -hmm. Really. <laughs> well, good. Um, and I just want to remind our viewers that if you're watching, you can say hello or ask a question and um, you can pop it in there and it would come up on our screen if there's anyone out there that would like to say hello. Um, so what, what do we have to look forward to in 2024? 2024 right now, like you had mentioned, are all the ARPA projects. So in addition to the regular services, we're getting a chance to do these projects. One of the biggest ones that we're doing right now, in addition to the document management, we have 200 years worth of documents and we wanna preserve them. 
and be able to give access to the public. So that's one of the largest. That's going to take about a year. Um, the strategic plan, which will involve the public, we're going to do a lot of focus groups. We're going to be having a lot of public meetings to say where do they see us in five years. Um, and another big one is we're starting to plan for the future of public safety. So our our buildings are really outdated for public safety. In oh wait, particular. look, we have a we have a, like a little note from our public safety people. Aww, they're saying hello. <laughs> They thank do, you. They thank do you. like that we are, that they are a focus because they mm -hmm. are all of our departments are important. But somehow, especially the fire department, the the fire station three got mm -hmm. overlooked um, during the campus modifications. Mm -hmm. And I think the police have St kind station of, three. Can you tell us where that is? Oh so yes, people... I'm sorry. That is over by the Maple Theater. Mm -hmm. So it's right by Maple and Telegraph. It's such a cute little station, but it's like going back in time, it right? Is, it doesn't it doesn't fit the current. Um, trucks that they that it's they need big it's not big enough right mm -hmm. so we're still trying to keep it that neighborhood you're right it feels like a it's neighborhood so yeah fire mm -hmm. station it's the busiest mm -hmm. um it is the busiest they're all getting busier <laughs> but it is the busiest mm -hmm. and the biggest issue you pointed out was we can't fit some of the newer mm -hmm. uh newer items also it hasn't been fixed since the 70s so when my dad passed about 20 years ago that station was our lifeline they were amazing, mm -hmm. and it looked bad back then in the year mm -hmm. 2001, and it hasn't gotten better. Mm -hmm. So one of our focus is what is the new fire station of today to still look like mm -hmm. a community fire station within a community? Um, so that's a focus that we're working yeah. on with the fire. And then with the police, they're shoehorned into our town hall. Mm -hmm. Um, and policing has changed, whether it's the simulators that they need so that they can practice better and, mm -hmm. be, and be ready, or whether it's simply the way that records has changed. Mm -hmm. We used to have a large room for paper records. We don't need that now. Yeah. Instead, we need bigger locker rooms for men and women, because women are a part of it now. So there's so much that has changed in policing, um, in the safety of how they have to keep their prisoners, um, that this building has, they've outgrown this building too. So. Mm -hmm. We're reimagining, is it possible to remodel for them downstairs, or do we have mm -hmm. to look at um, expanding out? So mm -hmm. that's some of the big exciting items that, as a resident, I definitely want my public safety to have the best the best equipment, mm -hmm. the, best, um, the best ability to come and respond. Yeah. As a supervisor, I want my public safety to also mm -hmm. be safe where they live. I also want them to, to have the best to protect themselves as well. And 2024 is an election year. So um, I think that you, was, is there another, what, what is going to be on the ballot, do you think? Is there There's the presidential election. Well, presidential, right? <laughs> we know that's big the big one. one. That's the one that gets everybody uh, to turn out. But as, do have as far as locally, millage. The, the millage. We, we okay. do have a renewal mm -hmm. millage that will be coming. We're discussing of um, what we've done in the past recently was combining millages. Mm -hmm. um, this wouldn't be a combined and asking for more. This would be a com combination because there's a millage due this year for the public safety, and then there's a millage due the year after. So we are working right now to see, are we going to combine those into one to get rid of the special election the following mm -hmm. year in 25, which would save money for the public? Mm -hmm. And if we're not asking for an increase, then it's a way to save money and also narrow down how many times they have to come to the polls for one item. Right, yeah. right. Because we don't want to spend money on elections that we, when we right. don't have to, right? Yeah, and this wouldn't be asking for more. It would be asking mm -hmm. for the same just in one. Right. And I think that for the presidential, there's an early, we're early this year, yes, which is, I think, February. very different, which is in February. So people have to be ready to vote. And I know that, you know, now we have 
new drop boxes right. and um, mail-in voting for people that are maybe snowbirds and everything. But February is early for Michigan. February is very early. It's kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah. the clerk's department uh -huh. has been working really hard on this. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, he's got three drop boxes in the area now. Mm -hmm. um, they also are going to be able to um, actually run through with the early voting. Mm -hmm. You can actually go and physically, if you don't want to drop it in a box mm -hmm. uh, at the library, you can go in advance and actually run it through the machine. Mm -hmm. So you know your vote is counted and you know it's there. Where's that can. machine? In the library. library, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I believe we're still gonna do it in the library yeah. again. We did just have to change precinct two and nine last night at the board meeting because uh, some of the school, one of the churches is closing down. So we'll be Sorry. finding a new one. And then another one is uh, one of the schools is no longer able to house them. So we'll be new ones. I don't know what Steve was talking was about there. He actually was like fun? whispering to us. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> um, what was I going to, there was something I was going to ask about and I can't remember. So um, what else do you have to tell us? What, what else is going on? <sighs> Basically it's just, oh. it's a great time in the township because um, like these meetings, for example, yesterday we have, when we have issues in the past, sinkholes. I know, especially in the village right now, we have, uh, we're doing special assessments in the village. Mm. They're gonna be getting some new roads. There are areas where there are sinkholes. And in the past, we didn't have the connections that we had mm -hmm. with Road Commission for Oakland County, Water Resource Commission, all the others to get together. And the collaboration that has grown over the last couple of years, Yesterday, for three hours, <laughs> we met in two separate meetings with Road Commission for Oakland County and Water Resource Commission and our team here with DTW, mm -hmm. and there are about 12 different issues that have been out there for anywhere mm -hmm. from three months to a year, and getting together at the table, being able to knock it out together, and then willing to come here to do it is something that's exciting, and that's going to continue, mm -hmm. so that's why people are starting to see some of these old issues that we as residents have been dealing mm -hmm. with kind of getting cleaned up. That's one of the exciting things. And then in, in the next year, honestly, the strategic plan is one of my, I can't wait to hear from the public of what they think yeah. this township is. Um, I know what I wanted to ask you. I was gonna okay. ask, um, how. what are the best ways to stay informed about what's going on in our local government? So I know that um, I'd like you know, to the remind e people, the e-news, <laughs> we send it out once a week now, and right. that kind of, uh, it provides links to everything that's been going on, all of the trustee meetings yes. that we record so that people can watch them if they want to. And um, you give I mean, great updates. Like mm. some of the things I love what you have, mm. you and your team have changed is it's not just an article anymore. It's mm -hmm. an article, but it's also got video links. It's got mm -hmm. suggestions and it's not just about meetings. You're including community information. That's just fun to know, mm -hmm. important to know. Like I really like when you taught people about how to get rid of ashes because we were having a lot of oh, fires sure. mm -hmm. where people would just put the ashes in a Well, they're just reminders. They're, they're reminders yeah. for people that, you know, maybe they think about doing one thing and then, oh, maybe that's not the, yeah. the best idea. So, yeah. yeah. So you, uh -huh. your team and you have evolved it into, mm. it's e-news about the township, mm -hmm. which it's weekly, it's, it's up to date, but then it's also some of the Living and Bloomfield ones that you put in mm -hmm. there. It's great. You've evolved it into something yeah. even better. So it's a great weekly resource. Well, and as a peg station, we're supposed to have transparency transparency in government. So having recording all of those trustee meetings and yes. making them available, it's just an, an, an additional, I guess, uh, perk to, to, so that we can, uh, people can see and listen to and hear exactly what's going on instead of just reading a transcript. And I think that you added some of those meetings That's, during COVID, right? That was one of the things that, um, that 
there were it was just trustee meetings initially and then you've added and it wasn't covid based it was Mm -hmm. transparency Mm -hmm. based so um, as a trustee even if i wanted to know what happened in other meetings Mm -hmm. they weren't they weren't recorded and and kept long term Mm -hmm. um so when I sat there as a trustee, I also realized as a resident, I don't know what's happening. Or it just said somebody spoke, but you didn't know what they said. Mm-hmm. So uh, we made it where, at the time, we were doing some COVID where they were on Zoom anyway, mm-hmm. so we started recording. But then when it went after COVID, we decided to continue mm-hmm. and just we record everything. Um, I also made everybody say the Pledge of Allegiance at every meeting mm-hmm. now. So it's like it used to be just a board meeting. I thought that was strange. Mm-hmm. So there were little tweaks mm-hmm. that we made that it's funny. It feels like they've been doing them forever. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, somebody asked about why did something happen? And it was a zoning board of appeals. I was able to give them a link to something from two years ago mm-hmm. and say, here, watch this. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to just rely on my interpretation of it. They can watch it themselves. Right. And that is so helpful. Yeah. We use that on a day on a weekly basis definitely (laughs) um and in 2024 we'll have a newly designed newsletter which is really you know with i think it'll be more um, more visual more pictures more graphics and things that will capture your attention and then um you know that kind of sits around the house for a while too because it's a quarterly um magazine and so i think that that's uh we're looking forward to doing that it'll and it's going to double in size i think we had four pages before and now we'll do eight that's right. That um, was one of the mm-hmm. things that I'll give you credit mm-hmm. for, too. I tend to give department heads tasks where I say, do this and do it cheaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have said to Carrie, I want this to look up to date. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a brand. What we put out there is our brand. And we're mm-hmm. Bloomfield Township. We're a high-end brand. I said, Carrie, I want a high-end brand. I want it to look amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'd love it to be cheaper. And you do. You find mm-hmm. it. And with Phil, our previous... I take all the credit. <laughs> oh, my team is really... My team's the one. They're, they're the ones doing all the work. So. Yeah. Well, I remember giving the police the charge of, uh-huh. okay... We're not getting money for our roads, so you need to find a way to get these trucks from mm-hmm. ruining our roads. And then, um, you know, Officer Shoemaker, mm-hmm. he's now promoted, yes. but at the time was Officer Shoemaker. He spearheaded putting in our way station at the DPW. That's mm-hmm. something that we added under this administration, too, to mm-hmm. get those large-scale uh, trucks off the road. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize it was that new. Yeah, we added it mm-hmm. in 21. And then uh, final pet project of yours is the app. Yes. Will be coming. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it soon? Um, I think so. I think we're going to be doing actually some uh, focus groups to make sure that our older residents are comfortable with the way that it's been designed and what they're looking for. Um, So we'll do two focus groups, hopefully in January or early February. And then at that point, I think it'll be pretty much ready to go. And it'll continue to evolve. So it's not just that, um, you know, the the initial um, basic services that, you know, reporting um, an incident or connecting to some of our content, it, it'll continue to evolve, just like just like all new media right. evolves. So, and we're gonna have mm-hmm. um, that app is is a big one that you're undertaking, mm-hmm. your team. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be everything from what's going on here to notifications, and um, then we also have a code red that we're installing here. They have it through the county, but a lot of people don't know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have the app, which is everybody should mm-hmm. get on, mm-hmm. whether you live here, whether you work here, whether you're just curious, that's mm-hmm. going to give everybody information. And then code red is something that's a geotag where if mm-hmm. gosh forbid something bad is happening, mm-hmm. it will geotag everybody in the area and send out an immediate alert, like an mm-hmm. Amber alert comes through. Right. Um, so that will be an immediate one that, yeah. so now we'll have safety covered through an app and then even better, we have safety and information here too with you. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And we, we find, you do have patience with CarPlay was our big, uh, mm, our mm -hmm, big mm -hmm, delay. People don't mm -hmm. realize people would reach out. You said we were going to have this app and yeah. you were ready. Your team was ready. Right, right. We just have to wait for all of the, the yeah, all the tags. You know, it's just, it's never, it's never as easy as you, th right. you think it might be. So right. it, it all takes up preparation and planning and the technology just you know it, it looks easy but it does take a lot yeah a lot more and it'll evolve while mm -hmm. while people give us information through the focus groups yeah um, and I love that you're doing one with seniors too a lot of people just write off uh, people above a certain age and say mm -hmm. well they won't do it mm -hmm. um, my mom's 85 loves her iPad and loves her apps she doesn't go online she loves yeah. her apps so mm -hmm. this is something that I love that you guys appreciate that and mm -hmm. you're reaching out specifically to that group too so yes. thank you well we've got a terrific senior center and yeah so we've got to make sure that they're taken care of right um, I think that's all we have for today we've gone 24 minutes and so um, is there anything else that you would want to share with anybody I just want to say thank you so much to uh, fellow co-workers mm -hmm. as well as fellow residents for uh, having your patience uh, and grace to let this administration get through COVID um, uh, and then also get through all of the rebuilding that we wanted to do. Um, it feels like there's peace in the land and I love that. Um, it's nice to uh, have what we have here and I hope that everybody has a wonderful holiday season mm -hmm. and stays safe and healthy and we'll see you soon. Thanks, Danny. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. And we hope to see you Thursday at uh, Coffee and Cookies. And um, we'll see you next year.